be seated. It's going to be like a expounding the word and hearing what the Spirit of God is telling us tonight. The Bible starts off to say, in those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. It is talking about King Hezekiah's physical condition. And he says he became sick in those days and was at the point of death. And then Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him. Now watch this. He became sick. It's meaning something started in those days and he allowed something to continue for a long time without him interrupting it. He did not stop the sickness in those days and the sickness continued to the point of death. Now he had no more hope. Lesson number one right there. If we recognize something that is affecting us, we have to do everything in our strength to inquire of the Lord and to seek an interpretation of what is going on. Right now, we are in a generation where there's so much of fast food available that we even think of God like fast food. I'm going to step on your toes today, okay? Uh, if it's too hard on you, it's not for you, it's your, for your neighbor, okay? <laughs> okay, just, just, you know? <laughs> People on Zoom, if it's not for you, it's for somebody else's window, okay? So, so, you know, spiritual investigation is not something that our generation wants to do. If everything is spiritual in its root okay the manifestation the root of the tree is always in the soil right okay let me say this when you see a tree if it's bearing bad fruit it's not tasty or something is not working i've heard people say that they can trace it back to the root system and say something is wrong with the root in fact certain people can say that the root is not getting enough nutrients. That's why the fruit is manifesting differently. Bring that to spiritual understanding. If something is happening in your natural world, it is a reflection of what is happening in your spiritual world. Simple things. Can I give you a simple, simple thing? Ah, shake our Stay in the spirit. Stay receiving. Keep hearing because as you keep hearing, as your spirit keeps hearing, things in your life are being quickened. If something is broken in your physical world and you don't want to fix it, I'm not talking about like kids' toys lying around, you know, some things like that. Those are smaller things. I'm talking about things like Something that needs your attention and you don't want to fix it. You know what it is? Lord of grace, 
for yourselves and for me tonight, okay? It is a reflection of your spirit man not ready to fix something and you become dormant. Wow. Meaning, let's say, if there's a broken toilet and you don't want to fix it and you're okay to let it be like that and something is going crazy, now it's, things are building up and piling up. You don't want to address it. You know, somewhere your spirit man has given up to fix something. So can I bring it down to another way and say it? Your natural world around you is a reflection of some things that are going on in your spiritual world. And sometimes, even you fixing your natural is also fixing your spiritual. Oof. See, these kind of things, they don't teach in the church today. Right? You're with me? Yes. Please, you're with me? People online, you're with me? Give me time, give me grace, I want to take you somewhere. So, it is, it is a matter of fact, if you don't fix something, that will ruin you. Let me explain, let me explain. You and I, we are a product of, of our environment. You and I, we are a product of our environments. Okay? Like, you take a three-year-old and put him in a house where they're constantly arguing. Now bring him out. Or bring her out. What will you see? They've already become a product of that environment. They're also... Meh, 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 meh. You're like, why are you acting like this? But it is the... They're becoming molded according to the environment they become part of. So how do you correct that spirit? I'm giving you spiritual intelligence plus practical advice too. You change your atmosphere, your environment and put that kid in that environment. Now, for an extended period of time, you are maintaining that environment in a beautiful, peaceful way. Guess what happens? Their spirit receives correction day by day. And all of a sudden, in a few months, they become calm and peaceful. What is it? You become, you know, you can become a product of your environment, which you do not control. That is the reason your environment is also a reflection of your spirit which is either in control or not in control. Take that for a few seconds and just process it. <laughs> Write it down on the tablets of your heart. Yes. So if you don't, <laughs> are you back? If you don't deal with your environment, your environment deal will deal with you. That is why it becomes so important what is being in you, what is allowed in your environment and what is not allowed in your environment makes you a spiritual person. Wow. If I want God to enter this room, I have to do certain things for him to come in. There is a lot that will go on to host him because our generation now, we have been taught that hosting God is just about us singing or worshipping Him 
in a certain part of a day for certain hours and there your responsibility ends and then you host him everywhere but actually it doesn't work like that right please are you you're with yeah. me you're getting this you're all intelligent people because you are the selected few where we can talk openly yeah. you you know we 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 have to come that's why i'm saying daniel ah i'm jealous of daniel in a good way because i don't know how he did it he guarded his spirit to an extent even when his flesh was traumatized he still sought god in a dimension where his spirit could never be restricted They thought they controlled him, but he rose to a level where he controlled everything because he became the ruler of the wizards, the enchanters, the magicians, the sorcerers. He was the head, the prime minister over them. <sighs> My goodness, the presence of he, he ruled them, not under them. He was above them. So, so, okay, come back, come back, come back, come back. So, so Hezekiah, let's come stick with Hezekiah. That's why God, Lord, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Because the Lord has been telling me, don't go there first to there. So we are going to be, we are going to be obedient to the Lord. Okay. So, so Hezekiah did not deal first with something to the point of death. See, there is one thing we need to know. Don't wait to change things at the last minute. Change it initially. If you're writing down, this is a good place to write it down and say, you know, you will be so intelligent. That's where your discernment will become so powerful that you identify something which is supposed to go right now, but it's going left. You immediately take note. You don't, you don't become the ones who are in the camp. Okay, ready? I'm about to step on your toes. Who says all things work together for good? For those who love God, you know, I have been a good student of that word. I've quoted that many times. Okay. I'm not judging any one of you. But what I'm saying is we allow everything to go wrong. And at the end, when something has happened, we either blame God or we don't blame God. And we give credit to the devil and we say all things work out together for good. Hey, you let him come ruin something and then you still want to give him credit. No, I said, no, no more. If there was something in your life was ruined by an external influence, if there was a moment you can stop it, you can still stop it. Tonight, I decree and declare over you in the days ahead, you will know what to be stopped. Come on, somebody agree with me. I'm prophesying over you. You will know what to be stopped, what to be rebuked, what to be allowed, what to be entertained, what to not be tolerated and what you will resist with all of your heart. And that way you will continue to grow in your spiritual stature in the mighty name of Jesus. Can somebody shout an amen and receive that in Jesus name amen 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 listen the, the Bible says the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy he has no other agenda he's stuck with his agenda we should also be stuck with our agenda opposite of it right stealing killing destroying you should have an agenda opposite of it no loss nothing dying Everything abundant. Yes. Somebody claim it. Yes. 
you got to, you know, with that lens, it's like a, uh, shades, it's like that kind of glasses. You should put everything, every transaction through your life should be like no stealing, nothing is dying, it's everything is flourishing and everything is overflowing. That should become your transactional mode in the spirit. You should give no movement for the enemy to come in. And today, as we are speaking this, the Lord is upgrading us to go. You know, you know, the words we are speaking of spirit and life. And I know even as we are speaking this, God is energizing our spirit man to become that in the mighty name of Jesus. Can somebody shout an amen? amen. The Bible says now in the first scripture, and Isaiah the prophet, son of Amos, came to him and said, listen, in that previous chapter, you will see, um, if, you will, if you will go and read um, earlier, and I've seen this, Prophet Isaiah had a good relationship with Hezekiah. He was the prophet of that time. Hezekiah went to Isaiah, Isaiah came to Hezekiah, it was happening. But what I don't understand here, help me to see this, is he was having something physically happening to his own life. How come he didn't consult the prophet? Okay, you did not spiritually investigate. You were not able to know what is the root cause. How come you didn't go to somebody else who can show you if they can see better? Listen, there are some things we cannot see in our own life. Okay? Yes. I don't know if there are people who stand in front of the mirror the whole day. No, right? We have work to do, right? So, if there are things we don't know, we need another light yes. to show us what our light cannot see. Spiritual principle. You need to have a company, an association, a relationship which can always give you extra light which you do not have. That is spiritual intelligence too. Come on, somebody. Because what you cannot see, your blind spots should not remain as a blind spot. Make it clear in your life. Maybe you have enough light, but if there are blind spots, you need to have somebody to look at the blind spots and say, no, my dear, don't do this. Don't do that. What is it going to do? It's going to propel you faster. See, there is many things the enemy fights. Can I tell you what the enemy really fights? He also fights spiritual connections. On, yes. Divine connections. Because divine connections are a threat to his kingdom. And here, you know, that's why the one of the topics that are so fought in the kingdom is spiritual sonship. Well, it's another topic, we'll go another day. But I'm talking about Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said, listen, this time the prophet had to come to him. Something is off. When Saul needed to search his donkeys, he went to Samuel the prophet to find them. And he found his kingdom. Place to say amen. Same way. Now, this time, Hezekiah the king did not seek a prophet for himself. But the prophet came to him. Hey, king, 
Ezekiah, what's wrong with you? Don't you need God to intervene now? Come on, pray in the spirit for a few seconds. What will cause you? I'm going to give you a prayer, but I really want you to pray. What causes you to not seek the voice of God? It is so important that the voice and the light of God needs to be present in your life. Hezekiah, why would you not entertain the voice of God? Why would you not entreat the light and the voice of God to remove a blind spot from your life? And you will allow it to go to a point of death. And then God has to send somebody to you. Where is your initiative? Come on, open your mouth and say, from today I shall initiate my spiritual trajectory that I will seek God. I will go after God. I will go after the sent voices and the sent light in my life and I won't hesitate. Oh, Rabasi Koriante. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said a mighty Amen. See, but there is an also another flip side. Let me tell you this. Isaiah the prophet was one voice. And what I'm talking about is a relationship where you can trust that voice. Isaiah was a known prophet, established prophet. And he did not seek his voice. May God give us the grace to seek his voice. Through his sent ones. Can you just open your mouth and talk to him? Believe it or not, he has people assigned for each one of us. And there won't be confusion. There will be clarity. Because he loves you. He doesn't want to confuse you. He will have a sent voice into your life who will come and tell you this is what it is. If that is sent by the Lord. Okay. This is what Isaiah the prophet says. He is not minced words, clear. You know, he wrote about the crucifixion of the Lord, that kind of a prophet. Okay, one more time. He did not mince any words because he was a king. He did not change his words because he was a king of Israel. He just gave them the truth as the Lord spoke. What did he say? This is what he said. He said, they, you know, Thus says the Lord, wow, the weight of his words, set your house in order. Hold on. There you go. That is what was missed. That is what was happening in those days. Wow. Ezekiah had ignored putting his house in order. There was chaos. Who was Hezekiah? The leader of God's people in a nation. This word of order, we might feel like, is it very religious? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you something. The way even the throne of God, even when the seraphims move, there is an order. Even when you speak in tongues, there is an order. Everything about the kingdom, there is an order. There is a rhythm. Even worship, there is a rhythm. My goodness. Everything about the Lord Jesus, there is a rhythm. There is an order. You know, we can't, I don't want you to think religiously. Order means this, this, this. this. I'm not talking about. There is a rhythm. There is an order. There is a flow. Yeah. 
That is why Jesus was going from one place to another place. Something came against the order. That was the storm. But you know why he could conquer the storm? He was in order. He was in peace. He was in complete calmness. Can I give you a key? What you are not calm about, you won't have authority on it. When Isaiah said, set your house in order, what was he saying? Spiritually, yeah. Hezekiah was disconnected. He says something. He says, set your house in order for you shall die. There's no change. He said, you shall die. You shall not recover. Hey, I'm talking about Isaiah, the mighty prophet. Okay. Then Hezekiah, everybody said then. then. <laughs> this is what I love about our God. He always is a speaking God. Listen, but please don't miss me. That is the mind of God. But the heart of God, please say with me. But the heart of God had another intention for Isaiah. Ah, The mind of God for many things for our lives. God will not pursue us. God will be like, okay, let them choose there. But if you ask the heart of Jesus, he's like, no, I want more for her. I want more for him. I want him to change. I want him to repent. I want you to become better. And that is exactly the heart of God. Listen. Then, 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 then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord saying, what does he say? He goes to the audience of one finally you know he goes to the audience of one he knows where to go seek for mercy this is what he says now O lord please remember how i have walked before you how i have no he didn't say how i am I'm going to teach you something in a few minutes. This is going to shift up many things in your spiritual walk. And I believe so in the name of Jesus. He says, remember how I have the past. How I have walked. Do you know your encounters with God, which you had in the past, can be reset to the present? You're all very quiet. People on Zoom. I think I said in one of the meetings, I have not even for, I've forgotten about it, which meeting I said. I said, your encounters in the past will be in the past if you leave it like it is, like the way it is. But if you begin to interact with your encounters again, mm -hmm. investigate, revisit, remember, mm -hmm. and begin to deal with those words again, mm -hmm. that encounter of the Lord in the past can be brought to your present. There are places in the Bible, there, there are places in your life, you could have had an encounter and a vision with the Lord and you just ignored it, a dream, you just ignored it. But when the Holy Spirit brings it to remembrance and you begin to engage with it again, everything that was given to you five years ago will begin to become current now. You know why? Hey, understanding, okay? Is this boring you guys? Are you learning something? So... Uh, let me come a little forward, okay? God doesn't live in a linear timeline. 
okay we live for us it's first year second year third year fourth year fifth year we go like this this is our time clock god doesn't live on a time clock good place to say amen god lives outside of time is in his control we live in time he lives outside of time okay that is the reason he can restore and reset and rearrange the events of your life you with me yes we can we could have lost something here and we moved on forward but when you encounter him who lives outside of time he will reintroduce your encounter back to you and what was the past becomes the now wow and i said that god wants to release something to some of you because you what you thought was over the lord wants to release it again what you thought ended the lord wants to reset it that's a place where you say amen yeah. oh thank you lord jesus he he is saying listen he's saying now remember everybody say remember okay you want more revelation listen listen I, you're going we're shifting gear something is happening right now because time is see our time here on earth you know it's like now already the time is moving lambroco sicariante leberiate listen he said what now oh lord remember everybody say remember remember now remember 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 this is not something i thought but I, now oh lord please remember please remember oof oh my goodness i thought i almost flipped ah sicariante lebe everybody say remember people on zoom please say remember something is about to be remembered you know in heaven am i giving so much okay okay you know i should make a school and make some you know like i'm just joking you know like remember there is a book of remembrance in heaven there's a book of remembrance in heaven every time i feel the presence of god increasing every time you interact with god your dealings with him is gone into eternal remembrance take it take it in for a second you see as i'm speaking these words i know it's not even me see just like isaiah prophet i prophet isaiah came and said he says thus says the lord it's a similar situation right now because these are not in my anywhere notes so as i'm speaking i'm hearing from the spirit and talking over you your interactions with god have gone into a book of eternal remembrance he holds it close to his heart and his memory now when haya bakari on tototo my goodness the weight of god in this room is increasing now when hezekiah says god remember me please that string that is close to his heart was touched and god said you know you, you know the rest of the story but even before you go be, just because we read it we know what's the outcome but i want you to see what is not written <laughs> this is welcome to the holy spirit revelation because you know do you know the bible says in the book of john at the end 
if everything he did was written no books in the world would be enough so there is a book which is written in the spirit which is beyond the book we hold just keep it there okay so so when 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 he said that he knew to go to the place where he had that intimate moments with the lord and and the lord's heart remembered it everything changed right that is why when certain prophecies come it is not just like uh, this is your name like it doesn't really help you because you know your name <laughs> but when something comes which is in the deepest area of your life which is changing your trajectory when god says i have seen you where no man no woman has seen i know you i know you from the depths of you who you are and your very small words have heard you that 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 is too close you know it's remembered in heaven you know something this i never even thought of it it's coming everybody say remember remember now break that word remember one more time remember what has been dismembered can be remembered together it becomes remember in the mighty name lord let that wind blow over everybody here god let them be remembered today they are being remembered look 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 please the thief on the cross he used one word he said lord when you come in your kingdom he said remember me the point of his death he knows everything is ending and he says lord i don't know what's my way out from here on or this i don't know what's next for me but he says lord remember me and the lord swiftly responds to him and says today you shall be with me in paradise he didn't tell him pray salvation prayer <laughs> remembrance if he <sighs> lord if you will remember us we will be fixed if you can pray like hezekiah and say lord now please remember how i have walked i'm not boasting how my walk is today with you but i'm i want you to remember how i walked before you 5 years ago maybe 10 years ago maybe in the deepest darkest areas of my life how i conversed with you if you can remember that and he says something here which is really wrecking my heart to just say it please remember how i walked before you in faithfulness everybody say faithfulness and with the whole heart and have done what is good in your sight you know he had the audacity to tell god he has an audacity You know what is an audacity you know yourself and nobody else than god knows you like that and you can have a conversation with him in the darkest place of your life and say god 
It's between you and me. You know me. I know you. Nobody else knows. Not even my spouse, not even my kids. Nobody knows, but you know me. Lord, remember me. My faithfulness. How wholeheartedly I said yes to you. And I did what is right in your sight. You know, if we... If we can come to a place where we can go face to face, not even seeing him, but just facing a wall. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Forget about face to face encounters with God. Forget all that. If you can just go on before your wall, just a brick wall, but you can tell in your heart, God, remember my faithfulness. My wholehearted pursuit. When I didn't know much, how my wholehearted pursuit was before you. How I faithfully ran after you. And how I walked before you. Lord, remember me. If you can remind him of your relationship with your had with him, he has not forgotten what he has had with you. He is just actually calling you to come there. Do you see what I'm saying? He has not forgotten his relationship with Hezekiah. It is actually Hezekiah who has walked away from him. The Lord is just sitting there and waiting on him. And he sends the prophet to say, just do this for him because he's, he's going the way he wants to go. Are you hearing me? He just wants, he's going the way he's going, let him go, that's okay. But now God is like, I want to see how we will react. And God knows in his remembrance everything that he has interacted with Hezekiah. And he's waiting for Hezekiah to come back to that intimacy. Right? And when Hezekiah steps back there into that remembrance and he says, My wholehearted pursuit of you. <sighs> Do your words before God matter. How high he is, but yet his heart Come on, can I introduce you to the heart of God? He seated the king of the universe. He has so many affairs to take care of, right? How high and unlimited he is. Infinite he is. But yet he longs. Yet he longs to hear the words of your heart beating for the audience of one which is him. And you talking to him faithfully, wholeheartedly, you coming before him. You know, if Hezekiah had done this, God wouldn't have even sent an Isaiah to him. He would have healed him way earlier. This is my revelation. If you think it's wrong, it's okay. But I believe if he had gone before the face of God, You know, people, let us not make God wait on us. I think I've said a lot in that one sentence. I think we, please excuse me, I think we take him for granted. We say we are waiting, waiting, waiting. We are not really waiting on him. He is actually waiting on us. We don't seek him. 
<laughs> we don't even pray i'm not being judgmental i'm just saying we don't even talk to him honestly honesty from the whole hearted faithful words to the audience of one we you know he's actually waiting to hear your struggles he's actually waiting to hear your heart cry what you feel he wants you to talk to him when was the last time you sat down not saying face to face at least as i said sat down before your own face in front of a wall and where you just sat and conversed with him and said lord i lay myself naked before you my heart lord you know my thoughts the wickedness that is in me you know know it the 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 double mindedness i carry you know it my weaknesses you know it but lord i come before you wholeheartedly help me we have to finish this and hezekiah wept bitterly verse 4 says and before isaiah had gone out of the middle court whew, the word of the lord came to him turn back and say to hezekiah now god speaks to him in a different tone you want you want to see the tone we'll finish with this okay say to hezekiah the leader of my people wow shibariyataka now he's not mentioning to him as you know um before thus says the lord set your house in order he didn't even address him by name but now he says tell say to hezekiah the leader of my people god is talking him back in his calling god is now talking to the calling of hezekiah the anointing of hezekiah the leadership mantle on him he's talking to his assignment listen if you don't embrace your assignments in life we die quickly your destiny is your assignments the sum total of your assignments is your destiny it's not like a destination this is a good tweet right you know we're always waiting for that one thing to happen that is a destination mentality come on are you learning something with me destination is like point a to point z i have to reach there i have to reach there i have to reach there that is destination mentality can i introduce you to god mentality god mentality is wherever you're walking you're walking in his assignment the sum total of your assignments is your destiny in him wherever you go you're reigning you're fulfilling your purposes your calling your assignments you're growing you're expanding you're becoming like him that was abraham wherever he went he reigned everywhere he went he gathered Abraham was like a nomad. He had no place for himself. But you know the flip side, every place he went became his. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> you can say he had no place uh or is it actually everywhere he went became his place? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. 
<laughs> Say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Listen, the words, the weight of God, the weight of God's words, the leader of my Please look at me. I, I'm, I'm trying hard to finish, okay? The leader of my people. Who are the people? God's people. We don't know how many. Were they 1,000? Were they 10,000? Were they 300,000? Were they a million? Two million? A billion people? We don't know. He's saying, you are the one who's going to lead them. All these destinies are under you, Hezekiah. I'm reinstating you. I'm reinstating your authority. The leader of my people. And what does he give him? The leader of my people. Thus says the Lord. These words are very heavyweight words. There are words, lightweight words, heavyweight words, God kind of words, angel kind of words. Patriot, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just provoking you people. You know, say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, watch these words, please look at your Bible. The God of David, your father. Okay, I, I'm, I have to give you this. The leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, whose father? The God of David, your father. The God of David, your father. Is Hezekiah's father David? Please, don't lose me now. We are journeying to another deep place in the spirit. God is not looking at the natural lineage. He's looking at the spiritual lineage. Now God is promoting Hezekiah and putting him into a spiritual lineage in terms of David's household. <sighs> My goodness, do you feel the presence of God? Do you feel the presence of God? I know you do and I feel it here. Here is a guy dying. God comes and tells him, I'm re-establishing your authority as a leader over my people. I'm putting you back to a different DNA. Wow. Spiritual fatherhood. <laughs> Spiritual covering. He's saying, now the promises I spoke to David are going to be given to you because I'm taking you out. Wow. Your natural DNA is killing you right now. Mm -hmm. It's the end of your story, Hezekiah. This is the game over time. But now because you're interacting me through the book of remembrance, now I'm transporting you back to another place where you won't be destroyed. Detaching you from your natural DNA. I'm putting you back into a spiritual DNA of my son David and he becomes your father. Because you know what? When Hezekiah started in the beginning, he walked in the footsteps of David. The Bible says he followed the way King David ruled. That was his model. Spiritual covering, spiritual lineage. He was functioning that way. And God said that is why he became successful. He started success. Then he got derailed. Now God is like, let's go back. Mm -hmm. David, your father, I have 
heard your prayer i have seen your tears behold i will heal you why on the third day you shall go up to the house of the lord why did god wait for him to cry like this have you asked that question we went through a lot right so many details details make us great say say that with me details yes. make us great yes. in the kingdom even in the days of moses god was seeing their hard taskmasters burdening the israelites right god was seeing them it's not that god was blind god was clearly seeing what his people were going through there is a mannerism of god yet he waits for you to call on him because the first step out of our ignorance is us calling for help yes. wow why why don't people seek god now it's their ignorance they don't want his help but when you truly want help he will be found by you that's why he says call upon the name of the lord and they whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved there has to be an initiative from you draw near to me and i will draw near to you there is always something you need to do from your side it doesn't happen automatically you have to seek him and i will add 15 years to your life wow he got 15 more years bonus i will deliver you wow that means he needed deliverance something was going on see i was prophetically talking about deliverance there was something he needed to be delivered right i will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of ashera and i will defend this city for my own sake wow god's defense came upon his life wow that means he's like god is like now i'll fight for you can somebody claim it let god fight for me okay i will defend this city for my own sake wow and for my servant david's sake Oof, david what did you do was david perfect please now i don't want you to be david is a perfect guy no sin in his life please for the sake of david my servant what kind of a man was david wow 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 <sighs> wow a man after god's own heart his you know what was david's secret no matter what he went through whatever failure he was his number one key he depended on god he sought after the face of god can we be like that yes we can i made a statement in the beginning if one man did it david was also a man okay if one woman did it we can do it too can i tell you why i'm talking about hezekiah do you know why i'm talking about hezekiah you have a clue i started talking about daniel and i said daniel was a exile you know why okay people on zoom the reason i'm talking about hezekiah is because he was the reason that daniel was in exile it was because of hezekiah daniel was 
held captive in Babylon. God's mercy of 15 years. 